Welcome to the Live Nourish podcast. I'm your host, Katarina Greer. I'm a functional nutritionist and a community herbalist. On this podcast, I chat about all things health and wellness related to help you live a nourished life. There's so much information out there and it can be overwhelming, but health isn't supposed to be complicated. My hope is that you leave this podcast feeling less stressed and refreshed. Remember that the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice. It is not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Now let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Nourish Podcast. Hope you're all having a great day so far, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Here in Victoria, it's actually sunny for once, guys. Like, literally, the sun came out after, like, literally a week of just, like, rain, clouds, and all that stuff. So, yeah, I just love when the sun is out because I just feel like I thrive just, like, so much more. But anyways, on today's episode, we have on Lauren. She talks about her journey with Lyme disease and how she is currently overcoming it and her faith as well, how that has just helped her through it all. And, yeah, it's just such a great you know, chat with her. I know you guys are really going to love it. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Lauren. I'm very excited to have you on and just chat with you today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It means a lot. So could you just tell everyone just a little bit about yourself and what you currently do? Yeah, so really my biggest job right now is healing from late-stage Lyme disease, which is something I typically don't say when I'm, like, doing podcasts and stuff because I want (laughs) to, like, make it seem like I'm doing all these things all the time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I think that really is, like, the majority of my time goes to um healing and so that looks different in a lot of different ways and every day it kind of looks different um but that's kind of my number one thing and then I also do um book editing and like book cover designs for people and I'm also an author and I have a podcast um and really like one of my biggest passions is just helping people with chronic illness and just helping them know their value and um, yeah, just know that like there's so much more than their illness and that it's not their identity. And so, yeah, it's kind of what I do. (laughs) No, I love that, that, yeah, you focus on that, like in your, I guess your business of like what you do and also that's cool that you design covers for like books <laughs> yeah I know well when I, once I did my first book I was and I had a book cover designer and he did like a really bad job I was like oh. <laughs> I, I made my own like I just made my cover and I was like I want to like actually do this for people because it's mm-hmm. it's actually really fun so yeah yeah no I love your book covers they're very especially your second one I really like that oh, one thank you yeah the design yeah. So with that, like, what has your journey with health, like, looked like specifically, like, with Lyme disease? And can you explain what Lyme is, like, for those that don't know? Yeah. So Lyme is basically a bacterial infection in your body that can cause a plethora of symptoms, um, depending on how long you've had it. And if you have 
co-infections, parasites, environmental factors, genetics. Um, like it's a whole thing that if you don't like, it just kind of depends on what you're dealing with. Um, so for me, I was diagnosed with Lyme when I was nine years old. Um, and now I'm 29, so it's kind of been a long journey. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and so there's been a lot in between from there to now that I could go on into, which that's all in my book really. Um, but yeah, I really, it wasn't fully dealt with when I was a kid. Um, and so we, like when we moved to Tennessee, when I was 12, I started like functioning a lot better. So from like nine to 12, I was really sick. And then like, like an old lady, like had arthritis, like had a hard time walking sometimes, like it was really bad. And then it got a lot better from when I was 12, like when we moved to Tennessee from when I was like 12 to like 18. Um, and then basically I moved overseas. I lived in, um, I don't know if it's overseas or just another country is I don't even know if Panama's overseas, but, <laughs> and lived down there. And then I lived in Mexico and really during that time from when I was like 18 to 20, I just okay. got very sick and didn't know what was going on and, um, really had no concept of rest and listening to my body and, just didn't know all the things I was exposing myself to like molds and heavy metals and parasites and all these things were just making me way sicker. Um, cause I really hadn't been educated on Lyme. Like me and my family didn't really know much about it when I was diagnosed with it. Um, as well as like genetics that I have that kind of contribute to that. And so, um, yeah, from really from tw- when I was 21 to, now it's been just a journey of a lot of sometimes really weird things and like a lot of holistic treatments and um you know I did a lot of antibiotics but I found um that my gut just was getting destroyed through that you know route and I just wasn't fully healing um so now I've just been doing a lot of random things to heal and um it's been it's been a good journey it's been hard but um I've learned a lot through it so yeah that's my so when you got I guess when you got like diagnosed like when you were nine I guess like did you not know it was Lyme like right away or just because like I know or I think that like if you catch it with antibiotics then it is that it goes away is that correct yeah no? so that's kind of the the norm is like if you get bit by tick and it's not always how people get it you can actually get it um mm-hmm. like it can be passed down through the embryo so some people have like wondered mm-hmm. if I caught it from my mom and but the thing mm-hmm. is is my mom's never been tested she doesn't want to be tested um so I don't <laughs> even know but um yeah congenital that's that's the word so I don't know for me, like when I actually got it, but my dad also had it. He was diagnosed. And then when I was nine, it had already been really bad. So yeah, if you do, like if you get a tick bite and you like, you get on doxycycline right away and you're on that, I think some people say only two weeks, I would say you should do it for, I don't know, maybe two months, but I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But you know, like make sure you get it out of your system before it 
um, reaches other parts of your body and your nervous system and the blood brain barrier, um, like into your brain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, I don't know where I was going with all that, but yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So then I guess like when you were like nine to 12, did you still like go to school more or like, were you like homeschooled? Like how was surprisingly like my fifth grade year, was it fifth grade? No, no, no. That was third grade. I'm like trying to remember (laughs) the years. I think third, fourth and fifth were really hard, but surprisingly Mm -hmm. I never like flunked out. I was able to like get through all of those years and like go into mm-hmm. middle school at a normal at my normal age um but it was very difficult like I was just not going to school a lot and um you know my friends mm-hmm. were just like what like I would get these random rashes like my face was pale white like mm-hmm. it it's hard to remember those days but yeah. it was weird because it was like some days were a lot worse than others, which it's been the same in my twenties too, where it's like some days I'm, you know, I've been completely bedridden for a long time and friends are like, but like a couple weeks ago you were like bopping around, you know? So it's, it's weird the way Mm -hmm. that it, um, it can make you feel a little crazy sometimes. Yeah. 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 I bet. So with that, like, what treatments or, like, supplements or just anything that, like, you know, has, like, personally helped you, um, like, with healing? Yeah, um, I mean, so many different things. Like, I have even just in front of me, like, some things, like, certain homeopathics. These are, I can even give you the links Mm -hmm. to them, but um, they have helped me a lot just open up my pathways. Like, that's number one, and I think throughout my healing journey, I didn't realize the emphasis of just getting that thing down first, like getting your drainage pathways open. And then mm-hmm. after that, like don't start killing Lyme right away. Cause that's what I kept doing. I would just mm-hmm. like, we would be a lot of my practitioners would be like, you just need to kill, kill, kill. And then the toxins would build up and build up. And I just was not getting better. Um, so, I mean, I use infrared sauna all the time. I have it right next to me. It's like a one in your home, like a sitting it and your head sticks out. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, I use, you know, binders, uh, this one bioactive carbon biotox mm, yeah. micro formulas. Yeah. I like that one. Um, there's this supplement called Agricept L. It's so random and it's like, I think it's $20 on Amazon, but it's amazing for parasites, candida, viruses, your immune function, like so many things. So I started taking that like six months ago and like really knocked me out in the beginning. And then I started like, it was started helping a lot. Um, And then like addressing my gut, like it's like, all the puzzle pieces, you know, so I'm on really good gut support. Um, like this is just like one of the things I don't think you can really see it with my camera, but um, <laughs> they have like three, it's like a triplex thing. So they have three different things that target like your, um, just different things like candida and your bowel movements and like just everything where like you're detoxing properly and you're getting prebiotics so that you absorb your probiotics better and your um, 
glucose levels and your blood sugar levels like level out more and it's honestly I feel like it's helped my thyroid so it's like also addressing my thyroid like it's like it's just a huge puzzle of like okay now this and like just lessening my toxic load day by day Mm -hmm. and you know with that it's like mindset too like just all I mean I could go into some of your things but like learning you know your your mind your body your soul your spirit like healing all of those things um it's it's all together so yeah yeah there's definitely it's not just like one piece it's not just like the gut like you said like it's like so much more than that so with that like did you do any like parasite cleansing because i know that like lime like parasites like hold on to like candida like viruses a lot of parasite cleansing (laughs) um I started that I really didn't start doing that a lot until like 2020 and just started Mm. releasing uh that supplement called mimosa paducah seed that Mm. like just I started getting rid of literally hundreds like we were just like this is insane Mm. and then um would do like ozone enemas, coffee enemas, uh, colon hydrotherapy, mm-hmm. all those things like help a lot. So like even right now, like I think tomorrow's the full moon. Um, and mm-hmm. typically I don't yeah. really schedule anything around the full moon because I know I'm like, I'm just not mm-hmm. myself. Like I know it, but I feel like even that mm-hmm. it's like good to, I don't know. I'm just learning. Like it's good to push yourself in some ways and be like, anyways, that's a side note, but <laughs> I do a lot of find it. But yeah. but yeah, so parasites, like a lot of parasite cleansing. Um and there's something else I was gonna say about parasites too, I can't remember. Um well too, I've learned that that lime like the lime bacteria actually can live in in parasites. And I was like, that's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um and another one other thing that I have been doing, it's really just been a gift. Like I was really shocked by it but it's it's this like band it's called a wave one by Fremetica is the um, brand and they basically like the owner of the company he he actually gifted me one which that's not normal um Mm. I don't know if I should say that or not but um he he heard my story and um and he's like a Christian and their whole company is like amazing so he was just like I just I really believe that this is going to help you so I've been doing that too basically it's like it's infrared um light frequencies I really don't understand the technology but it like sends frequencies through um you know like into your body so that's been another thing too that I feel like I'm I'm doing it really low and slow because I have I've had a lot of really bad hurts reactions from it um but that also I feel like is helping just rid parasites. Like I feel like the healthier you get, like in every area and your gut and your brain and everything, it's like they just can't live there because it's like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's so true. Like, yeah, the parasites like will thrive in a healthy body. They'll just yeah. be gone. I guess. Yeah. Just like keep getting better in like all aspects of like health. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, with chronic illness, like, I guess you already kind of touched on this, but, like, no two days are alike, but could you share, like, what a day looks like for you saying, like, a good day versus, like, one that isn't so good? 
So yeah, every day is seriously so different. Like some days it's like I have so much capacity like in my brain or body. Mm -hmm. Like some days it's like I'm really, you know, I get to go to the park and I get to go on a really long walk. And then other days it's like I'm totally vegging out on the couch. And then other days I can work for a long period of time. And then other days my brain is just like not functioning as well. So it's like I just kind of have to like make myself laugh and like watch funny things like I feel like just finding funny things like like funny videos is like so helpful like um and then I do a lot of DNRS like brain retraining um Mm -hmm. like all the time because I'm just learning how important that is to healing and um Mm -hmm. yeah so every day is very different um but I find that you know like learning how to thrive in my limitations is Mm -hmm. key and so like the days like just really honing in on that intuition and knowing like okay today I need to get out and I need to be with friends and I need to socialize and Mm -hmm. I think that's been a big piece too is like learning how to have fun again and learning um like learning how to trust people more I feel like for a couple years like I just Mm -hmm. really wasn't in a good headspace and like friendships and relationships and was like really guarded and so I think it's been good Mm -hmm. just like learning how to like get out and like have fun and live a lot more normally when I can on the days that I can um Mm -hmm. so yeah every day is very different but (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, I think that can also be hard to, I guess, explain to people, like, with having friendships, like, explaining that, because I think people could see you and be like, oh, you don't look sick, but then, like, you're like, but I feel just not well, mm-hmm. like, you know, and I think that can be hard to just, like, talk to, like, people about and then have them, like, understand that since, because, like, they're not going through it. Totally, yeah, and I mean, I I went through a season where I was, like, in serious denial about it and, like, couldn't even, like, my closest friendships, they would have no idea. Like, I might tell them one day, like, yeah, I deal with, like, some, like, chronic pain or whatever, but, like, that was the extent. Like, I was even, like, just scared to, like, say lying because I, like, knew that a lot of people, like, I feel like even a few years ago, what it had even less, like, awareness on it and people were, like, is that, like, a real thing? Um, Mm -hmm. and so it's been interesting because I went through a season for a couple years where I felt like I only trusted like friends who had Lyme and like really let them in. And then I like kind of blocked everyone else out. So now I'm learning how to Mm -hmm. be like, I can trust these people and like, it's okay, you know, and if they judge me, like that's not on me. And I'm just like I'm healing and it really doesn't matter like what people think you know so it's been yeah it's definitely been interesting and it's it's been hard like it's been really hard in certain relationships and friendships but um I'm learning how to like let the right people in yeah no for sure yeah so I know that like you share about like your personal faith like as a Christian so could you explain like how that has like helped you like through your personal like journey with Lyme yeah I mean this could probably go on for like an hour but I'll keep it because usually I don't talk about this like with people um 
But yeah, I mean, I literally do not know where I would be um, without God. Like, God's really mm-hmm. just changed my perspective, like through all of sickness. And um, yeah, like, I really wrestled, like, for years, like, in my early 20s, like, I just really wrestled with, like, the goodness of God, like, in suffering, um, but, and, like, some people ask me, like, how can you, like, I don't understand how you can, like, still believe in the goodness of God, um, and I, like, don't always know how to answer that, but I guess it's just that so many things have happened in my life, and, so many like there's just been so much proof of God and like it just came to a point where I just like realized like Jesus is real and um it really doesn't matter like what valleys I would walk through or hardships I that would come like I have a father who's looking out for me and that kind of just changed everything, like, knowing that and, like, having those truths to to stand on, like, have really changed things for me. So even if, like, things get really hard, it's just changed things. <laughs> so, yeah, mm-hmm. he's really changed my perspective through sickness, and um, I really, again, have no idea where I would be <laughs> without him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Are there any, like, verses that have, like, personally, like, helped you? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, a lot. I don't know. I mean, I, like, Matthew 6, 30, I mean, I could say a billion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, yeah, I put a lot of verses in my, like, book, but um, I can't think of, like, one specific one that's, like, this is, it's just been a lot of them. I don't know. So. Yeah. 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 So with that, could you like talk about like your book, Silent Suffering, and like what um it's about? Yeah, so um my book is really just me, like a lot of it was just me processing through everything I've been through. And then as I kept processing and like sifting through it and writing and writing and writing, I was like, I love writing. <laughs> And I felt like this just urgency to like get this message out and felt like people needed to hear it. And I was like, I don't really understand, but okay, I'll just, I'll do it. Um, So yeah, like it's, it's just a lot of lessons I've learned through Lyme. It's also a lot about like God's faithfulness through chronic illness and um I just like I really wanted it to be something to encourage people who are walking through chronic illness like not to give up and that there's always hope and it's not like it has this like extremely beautiful bow at the end of it that's like and everything's great it's like it's very like realistic Mm -hmm. like this is just the reality and like I'm still healing but look at like everything Mm -hmm. that happened through it and look at everything God did through it. Um, So it's like the first Mm -hmm. eight chapters is just like about my journey and a lot of places I went around the world and how I went and saw these different doctors and, and how like there were just deeper lessons to learn through all of it. And then um, Mm -hmm. the last few chapters, like it talks about, 
um, me and my husband, like, and then kind of how Lyme's affected our marriage. And then he has a chapter. And so I try to like cover a lot of different things. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I'm trying to think of anything else to say about it. I was really surprised like that, like how it's helped people. It's been, it's been really cool. Mm -hmm. Like to see how people have responded to it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I bet. And I think it's definitely needed because I personally haven't really seen, I guess, any, like, line books, like, in particular, like, until I saw, like, came across yours. And so, yeah, I'm sure it's helped, like, so many, like you yeah, said. Yeah, it's, it's exciting, so. And can you talk, just talk, like, a little bit about how it has, like, affected your marriage? Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm, like, I usually don't answer this question. No, 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 it's fine. Um, in so many different ways, like in 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 the positive realm, like it's made us like very close. Like I feel like we have this like sixth sense. Like Andy, my husband, like he knows, like he can read me really well, especially when it comes to Lyme. Um, so even when I'm like, oh, I can keep going, like I can push, he's like, bro, you need to calm down. <laughs> Um, so that's like yeah. a huge blessing and like God's used him in so many different ways in my life. Um, it's been amazing. And then it's also been extremely challenging in a lot of different ways. Um, very challenging. And like, he has also, this is something, and this is like his own story to share. And he's, I think eventually like he will be writing books and everything, but he also has been struggling with Lyme. Um, and so that's something like we're like, how do we share this with people? Um, and so we both have struggled with our health. And that's just been really hard on our marriage to like keep fun alive, to keep like everything like romance, like all that. It's like, um, yeah. so it's been really challenging, but it's like made us really have to dig deep and um, you know, learn how to love and, and learn how to pray and like all these things. So, so yeah, it's, it's definitely been hard on us. Um, but we, I, like, I think we can both say that we wouldn't take it back and that we know that one day, like when we have kids and everything, we feel like the lessons that we've learned through it are going to like help us so much. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's a challenge, like you said, but I think it definitely, like, makes you, like, grow stronger. Yeah. Yeah, like, in your relationship, yeah, for sure. Definitely. So, with that, like, I know mindset is such a big part, you know, with anything, like, health-related. Um, so, what has, like, helped you with, like, changing your mindset around Lyme? Um, so, DNRS, like, the, the brain retraining program, honestly, has helped a ton. Like, I don't know if that, I feel like that kind of goes with mindset, just, like, if I'm experiencing certain symptoms, like even today, it's like with the full moon and everything, you're like, uh, I don't, I don't like what I'm feeling. Um, but like learning how to like change the way your brain responds to like everything, like to toxic, like people, like to like comments, even we are like, whoa, like the way your brain just responds in every day is huge like I feel like in all things because 
like aside, like I feel like for me with wine, it's also tied with trauma because I have just like a lot of childhood mm-hmm. trauma and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And like my dad, he is an alcoholic and all that. So it's like there's just a lot of stuff that um, that go that comes with that. And I usually don't share all that on podcasts, but um, so as far as like Lyme goes and mindset, it's like learning how to like counteract how I'm feeling. So it's like, if I feel a certain way, like finding something joyful, finding something fun, finding something like funny helps a lot. And like finding, like doing something different, counteractive than what I'm feeling, you know what I mean? helps a lot and then um also I feel like a lot of people say like you know it's just really important with like not um tying your identity like into the a disease and like you know so mm-hmm. and all that and and it's interesting because I feel like for me for many years like I was kind of on the opposite spectrum of things where I literally like was in denial so I was in no support groups I did not talk about it I was like I don't, you know, like, I felt like it just wasn't a real thing. And I was, like, almost, mm-hmm. like, um, probably kind of gaslighting myself. <laughs> so now it's, yeah. like, coming into, like, the last couple of years, it's been a different journey of, like, yes, this is real. Yes, this is very hard and all of that. And, yes, this is not my identity whatsoever. But acknowledging it too like like being real about it with the right people because like and like grieving like it's like you have to like it's like yes like brain retraining and all these things like yes 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 but also be real about you know what I mean like it's like a balance of all of it so it's not just like this one thing or this one thing um but yeah I mean mindset is huge like I think just I mean, I think mindset for me, it's like that, that's been massive through all of it. It's like having a bigger, bigger picture, having hope, like having, knowing every day that like, I know I'm healing, you know, like speaking these things of yourself and, and speaking positive things to yourself. Like it, I feel like it moves mountains. It's like, even if I feel a certain way, if I'm like, truly believing in my brain and body that like every cell in my body is healing like it's doing something Mm -hmm. even if it doesn't feel like it that day so I think mindset is like really really important um that's kind of a long Mm -hmm. answer but yeah (laughs) yeah no no yeah it's so true that words have like so much power like it says like in proverbs I think it's chapter 18 where they have like the power of life or death you know, it, they have so much power over us, which, you know, I feel like some people, not everyone always thinks about that, but it's true. Like, you know, if you were thinking just like negative thoughts about yourself all the time, then you wouldn't be going towards healing. Like you'd be going like further away from it. So yeah, yeah it's definitely important. So what is one thing that you do to live nourished? One thing I do to live nourished, I would say probably making my home a sanctuary. That's kind of been my biggest thing mm-hmm. lately is making it a really peaceful, cozy, calm space where we can have friends over and just really rest. And um, yeah, that's kind of been my biggest thing lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. Yeah, it's so important that like your home is 
I feel like just like a relaxing place that you can like go yeah. to and just yeah make it all yeah just cozy yeah. nice <laughs> so lastly where can um everyone find you and connect with you um my website it's lauren-murphy.com and then I'm also on instagram um it's healing lime with lauren and mm-hmm. my podcast which is also healing lime with lauren and I think that's about it <laughs> yeah no yeah I love chatting with you thank you so much for just like sharing your story and just like bringing more awareness to like Lyme disease yeah thank you so much for having me so that is today's episode hope you guys all enjoyed it and if you did be sure to leave a rating or a review if you have not on either apple or spotify literally takes like a minute and it just helps you know the podcast to get out there and more people to like see it and listen to it and yeah i think that's all so bye for now Mm -hmm.